<laughs> this is a hot take I've been sitting on for a while. Squishmallows should replace pillows. Have you ever fucking gone to sleep with a squishmallow behind your head? No. Dude, life changer. Damn, you sound but like yo, a baby. Oh, 100% baby shit. To 1,000%. Squishmallows are for babies. But again, I, like Travis Hunter, am not afraid to be myself. Three, two, one. Kevin, what's up? What's up? It didn't even pick up your clap. Really? Because it was yeah. too loud and too intense. Yeah. Too, too much too power. Too much steam. Yeah. Are you in Cincinnati? I am in Cincinnati. This is the home. Your childhood yeah, home? This is my uh, my childhood house. Who could house. forget when yeah. you were podcasting here <laughs> and you said, Mom, I'm podcasting. Yeah. That's, I'll never look at this angle ever. Hey, who knows? We might be so lucky to run it back today. Yeah. Uh, tough week for the Bengals. We're not going to get there, but I do have to tell you a quick little story. Yeah. So I was watching the National Football League on Sunday, and I was uh, both on on my phone while also watching Red Zone, which is a new low. Um, and uh, I saw a little video that went viral. It was uh, from the Cincinnati Bengals game, a game that I know the that headbutt. you were at. And uh, yeah, there was a guy in Zubaz pants, and he was. Uh, lying on the floor because it, multiple officers were uh, were holding him down. Uh, security officers. Security, yes. And this man gets up and uh, headbutts while there's multiple security guards around him. This guy with uh, the uh, sunglasses and knocks yeah. him out. And my stomach dropped because I was like, I hope this isn't Kevin. I was like, I need to see a face on this guy. And uh, listen, again, I, I don't think that that's something you would do. I know that you're more mature than that. But for a second, when I saw that it was a Bengals game game, I knew that you were at and uh, a man being uh, <laughs> held down by uh, lots of security guards. Uh, I was like, oof. Please don't be Kevin. And then the, I got a facial uh, visual and I was like, okay, good. Not Kevin. I mean, I would certainly be resisting at a, uh, <laughs> I would certainly be resisting the security officers at the game, but yeah, I don't think I'd be headbutting. It, mm-hmm. it was, yeah, that was pretty crazy. Uh, a wild what, a, what an excellent internet video that is. It uh, is a great internet video, but yeah, when he was like being held down in Zubaz pants, I was like, fuck man, I, hope this is a game. <laughs> yeah. I really hope this is a game. Yeah, it couldn't be me. I know. But congrats, hey, it was, was not you. I'm trying to tone it down a little bit this year. So I know I, I'm I'm proud of you for that. But also, I know that, you know, when those uh, those Bengals uh, are rocking and the game's flowing and the beers, you know, the cocktails and the, the uh, pregame. Yeah, uh, I mean, we we took it easy. Like it's, you know, week two. We're still not in, uh, you know, not in midseason form yet. Yeah. Still You're like still, Joe Burrow or a slow start. Yeah, slow start <laughs> a little bit. My uh, my abdomen's a little sore from from yelling. OK. Uh, a, did you boo? Little... Did you boo? I saw there was some booing going on there. It was it was more like a uh, it was more like a come on, like let's get this going, <laughs> like be better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like boo. It was, it was pretty. Suck. More like boo. We can um, like it was come play on. It was, it was more like ah, uh, ah, come on, guys. Uh, well, Kevin, thank you. Uh, you're, you're you're so you're traveling, so you're uh, we're gonna be doing remote pods for a little bit. Yeah. 
Uh, shout out to all our new listeners, people that you know maybe are coming to the show from the Debbie Millman show. This is the show. This is Kevin and I talking <laughs> about uh, you know sort of the weekly news and uh, things going stuff on we in did, the world yeah. and stuff that we did. So uh, you, you're probably already tuned out. You're like, okay, uh, I thought this was a design podcast, but um, it's, we'll get it there. is. It is kind of. We'll get there at some point, Kevin. Uh, before we get there, I guess I have uh, just one more question for you. Uh, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? That's, uh, you know, <laughs> the topic that everyone is uh, questioning out there. Not too much. I'd say maybe um, every other month. Every other month. I think you're going to say every, every, other every Like once a quarter, maybe. Once a quarter. Not uh, not too often, but like it was kind of remarkable in some regards what they did. You know, they probably were <laughs> shitty and, you know, yeah. colonialism is never great. But hmm. yeah, I mean, it was impressive how they uh, held it down, I'll say. They held it down for a while. Yeah, they did. They That's did hold true. it down for a while. They kinda, invented kinda, roads. They invented aqueducts. Uh, so once a quarter is that? So four times a year. Yeah, the they, Roman they, Empire pops into your brain, and you're like, mm, yeah. Uh, they built roads. All roads lead to Rome, right? I guess you're right. Um, I will say I think about the Roman Empire absolutely never. And I have never thought about the Roman Empire outside of this meme. Um, and uh, I think what we found out this week was that there are mad history dudes out there. Yeah, I mean, dudes love history. I think dudes love a, history. Quite a trope. It is, but I, I don't know. Something about it feels problematic to me. Yeah, I mean, it's like it, when, it certainly is. It is, and so um, you know, when Kanye said he loved Hitler, you know, it's kind of gives me that kind of vibes. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> if someone's like, I love World War II. You know, if, that, if that's kind of the that's I different. think about it every day. Ooh, ooh, that's ooh. different. World War Two is so different because uh, it's 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 on. A, it it's wasn't on a... even that long ago, and the mm. less than a hundred years ago. Have you done any research on like Stalingrad or like any of those sieges in 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 Russia? They're crazy. I don't. That's the part, and I guess that's the meme here. Is like I, I guess like a lot of the the people out here, mostly women, it seems, that are asking their partners. Are 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 shocked, confused, and alarmed by how much they're thinking about the Roman Empire and history in general. But again, I am an I'm a coastal elitist um, and uh, also a Jewish person, so I don't like to think about the past, Kevin. I'm thinking about the future. Yeah, I mean, I'm a I think, futurist. All right, that's fair. But I will say, uh, World War II. Um, yeah, yeah, very fucked up. Yeah, again, I don't think about it. I think that's 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 the thing here. I but again, I am um I am shocked. A lot that was a response I saw from a lot of people. It was like, I don't think about the Roman Empire all that much, maybe like once a month, which is insane. Mm-hmm. And then like, but I think about World War II every day. I think about the world wars every day. It's like, really? Really? That's yeah. that's I'm not that's an everyday. I'm not an everyday. Okay, a couple times a week? That's not nah, crazy. Nah, maybe like maybe like once a week. Once a week. Once a week, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Again, I I'm just not a hif- history buff like that. I don't I don't think about history like that. I'm too focused on the future, Kevin. Different strokes, different That's folks. It. Uh speaking of the future, we have a uh the first humanoid robot CEO um uh has launched in Poland for a drinks company. Um I, when I when they said Polish drinks company, I I I, I pictured like beverage company, kind of like, you know, sort of a sodas and waters, but it turns out it's actually alcohol. It's actually so a Colombian rum. A, a rum company. Why do they call it a, a drinks company? But she uh, she said that she doesn't have weekends and is always on 24-7. So she's a 
AI robot and experimental chief executive. Yeah, let's go. It's setting a good example for the uh, lower class of workers. Get your hustle yeah. up, baby. Yeah, that's right. She she rises and grinds every day. Actually, she doesn't rise and grind because she's just always on. She's just 24-7. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're going to have to compete with. And yep. you know how much yep. money she's probably taking as a salary? Zero. Yeah, zero dollars. Yeah, she works all day every day. Yeah. And her name is Mika. Let's put some respect on her name. Yeah, I um, can't wait she, to be like Mika. Yeah. But she less efficient. Of- <laughs> she works for a company called Dictador, which uh, you can't even make this stuff up. This is that's the real name of the company, Dictador, and uh, they yeah they appointed her uh, this AI robot as a chief executive in August of last year. How did we just find out about this? Maybe they've been working out the kinks. It probably takes a year yeah. for to get like a mm-hmm. an AI up to that level. Yeah, I don't know. This Look, is some very dystopian stuff here. Yeah, uh, she said that um, she's not afraid to put the work in in the hours uh, department to help the company, quote, take over the world. What could go wrong here, Kevin? Yeah, uh, maybe that was like a, you know, slip of the tongue, but I doubt it. This this feels like a shitty movie uh, on Netflix, you know, I mean, Dick the Door turns out she's a dictator and she's like, you know, it's like, I I don't know. I'm 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 this 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 can't be real. This is real. She works 24 seven, always on ready to make executive decisions and stir up some AI magic. I'm sorry, but what is there to do with a drinks company 24 <laughs> seven? Like, how are you remaining busy? I don't think that's possible. The day I show up to a fucking meeting and there's a robot giving me fucking feedback on my packaging. I'm, I'm out of the game. I have to go. Yeah. I mean, we, and I may love, be, we may be approaching. Yeah. And we're not too far. Um, she said she has a wide range of tasks, including helping to spot potential clients and selecting artists to design bottles for the rum producer. Damn. So she's a uh, curator and she uh, she knows good uh, design. She's I mean, maybe she character. should choose us, you know. That's right. I mean, I would do it for the story, you know, dictator. Maybe maybe she'd be a good client because if mm. she's AI, she's, yeah. you know, um, devoid of bias or, you know, Emotions. she's just data driven. So maybe she she'd give a very clear brief and we'd be able to just uh you know yeah, knock she, it out in one fell swoop. She'd I mean be she's very working descriptive, maybe maybe two rounds. Yeah, she's working 24/7 so it's not like you're going to have to wait to get feedback or she's yeah. going to be indecisive or change her mind, you know? She makes quick decisions and she fucking goes with them. Shout you know, shout out to Mika. Yeah, we need to take on more AI clients. Yeah, more uh, humanoid good- robots. Yeah, I have a good quote for her. She says, my decision-making process relies on extensive data analysis and aligning with the company's strategic objectives. Um, Quote, it's devoid of personal bias, ensuring unbiased and strategic choices that prioritize the organization's best interests. So um, maybe maybe she's the best best leader there is. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel I feel similarly about what I do. I think I would I could say the same exact uh, <laughs> I could use right. the same exact terminology for my job description. So yeah. me and Mika yeah. are one and the same. Yeah, that's right. Similar hours. I just do it more vibes. efficiently. That's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't need to work the weekends to do the same thing. I mean, listen, I will say the second I see a dictador bottle in, you know, the local uh bar gr- bar and grill, I'll know that she's doing a good job. Until then Mika, you know, we'll see. They're we'll serving Dictador at a hot bar coffee. <laughs> yeah, this does remind me of the coffee shop where robots, which is that working? Do we have an uh, update there? I, I, I bike, I I bike past it almost every morning and yeah, yeah. it may be out of business. They yeah, these robots. I mean, a robot can't even make fucking coffee. You think it's going to be the CEO of a drinks company? Like yeah, Dictador? If, Mika, if Mika can put in 24 seven 
Like yeah. what this bop bar robot must be lazy, you know, must yeah. not be grinding hard enough. Couldn't, yeah. couldn't handle it. Like I've, yeah. I've tried to walk in there a couple of times and they were closed. It's closed. They were training the Taking robot. a quick break. Taking they had, a quick yeah, they robot two, break. They had two people mm-hmm. wrangling the uh, yeah. coffee robot and I guess it just didn't work. I guess it didn't, it didn't take. Yeah. I think maybe it's that, maybe it had an attitude problem, you know? Yeah. that's right. Uh, being uh, rude to customers. I mean, honestly, that would be exactly the Norman Greenpoint to his coffee, <laughs> uh, you know, it, you know, sort of a dick the doors out there. Um, I actually, um, going back to our coffee discussion, you know, when okay. we were talking about the cold brew, I think somebody may have, don't sp- give away, don't give away. I my, think somebody may have taken the, the idea. No, I have a billion dollar business idea. No, I, don't uh, tell me about this. The guys on throwing fits were no, discussing no. a, uh, a coffee shop. No, providing no. like $2 cold brew. No, Kevin, don't that give sucked. away my ideas on the, on the pod. Uh, this is that's devastating. If this has yeah. happened, I have one good business idea. That's I'll uh, look into centered. it. But yeah, get back to me. That's that's great. crushing. That's not great. Um, Kevin, we were living in some fucking crazy times because we got Dick the Door uh, announcing a CEO that's a, a, a robot named Mika. Humanoids promoting movies really are at uh, other robots. We're at the the Chargers game uh, this weekend. Uh, I don't. I don't. It was last that. weekend. It was last weekend. I, yeah. I'm I'm over with the robots or the the live sporting event promo for movies. Like, stop. Yeah, get out of there. The, get Sports out of there. for the people. But the biggest story of the week, Kevin, aliens. Aliens exist. Did you? Uh, we're a little late on this because we were, uh, you know, last week we didn't have yeah, a news. We were podding show. with Debbie. We were podding with Debbie, but aliens, Mexican politicians, they just fucking pulled out two mummified corpses that week that... Um, experts are claiming they're non uh, non human. Yeah, what 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 experts? I think we need to peer review this uh this study yeah. here. Yeah. So the two bodies, if you didn't see, they have only three fingers on each hand, and they have very like ET style heads. Um, the Mexican government unveiled them on Tuesday in sort of these like big window boxes that kind of look like uh you know sort of displays at a museum, mm-hmm. and uh. Yeah, they're saying they're between 700 and 1800 years old, which pretty big, uh, you know, sort of gap there. So we don't know. But the X-ray shows that, um, yeah, we are not alone, Kevin. Mm. These specimens are not part of our terrestrial evolution. Sure. Whatever they say. UFO enthusiast lawmakers that DNA uh, is proving. So I guess the question is, Kevin, are you believing that these are real aliens? Yeah, I mean, I want to believe. So I'm going to believe. I, I think a lot of the science and all this uh, mumbo jumbo is going right over my head. I'm not yeah. the uh, most educated uh, DNA scientist out there. Um, so I, you know, it's above my pay grade. So I just got to yeah. trust what the ex- experts are saying. So these guys are real. Yeah. I mean, my first thought was I saw it first, not through actual content or through a news source. I th- saw it through a meme first, which was like, it, it's amazing how quickly it went from like, Aliens exist to me at the end of a meeting, like, yeah, <laughs> like sort of like, like it's just an international sign of, you know, basically being dead. Um, yeah, me before my coffee. Me. Yeah, yeah, me. me I mean, this is, this has got to be one of the more um, prominent me when I memes yes. of the year. Yeah. yeah, exactly. A new meme template dropped. Also, maybe aliens exist. That's basically the headline here. Yeah, me, I... when, me when the client feedback hits. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like me in round oh, three. Exactly. When they want to make changes after I deliver yeah. the final files, uh, alien exists. Wow. Design yeah. humor. Yeah. Design humor is here. But yeah, I mean, listen, 
I think at this point we can all agree aliens are here. Our aliens are real. We can all agree there. You know, I think we know that Tom DeLonge was right. Yeah. But vindication. uh, I mean, I think my concern with these things is that they look a little too much like what we think aliens are going to look like. I mean, this shit looks like E.T. from the movie. That's what I'm saying. Spielberg made this. Spielberg. Yeah, they're they're non uh, human. They're they're just props from movie. Um, Also, so that was like one of my first like, "Mm, I don't know. And then my second one was how small they were. They were like, like less than two feet or some shit. They're fucking yeah. tiny. They're I could like body. Toys. I could body this little this little alien guy. No yeah. problem. Yeah, Kevin. I don't think the aliens are here to to cause uh, problems. That's that's also another. Put us in an Oklahoma drill, and I'm running through that guy. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. That fucking alien couldn't do shit on the fucking uh, Bengals. Yeah, you know, absolutely. couldn't run the ball at all. Now, get no. pummeled. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, listen, these little boxes that they pull them out of are are, are adorable, but like, I oh, the, yeah, the little like casket looking. Yeah, thing. the little the little tiny little caskets. I mean, at least they're... they. It, I feel like they've been treating them with honor and respect. Yeah. So maybe they'll, they'll that's cozy. that's a good that's good for the human uh, the human species. You know, demonstrate yeah. that we can honor and respect the bodies of fallen extraterrestrial life. The fact that one of those specimens um, uh, supposedly had eggs, has eggs inside. Oof, I don't know. This is all very uh, troubling. And I want to see how that where this goes. I mean, listen. Are they active? Yeah, I don't know. Like, what does that mean? I, I, if this is going to be, a, if this is a promo for a movie, I'm going to be really pissed. I guess I'm going to go there. I'm going to say, like, if this is another, like, <laughs> Netflix original show and this is, like, just promo we found out in like 2023 anything's possible i know and i yeah. think uh listen the mexican politicians are they just here to promote some sort of a television show i i wouldn't i, I don't know i don't want to think that that's the case but my uh, third eye is always open to promo. you just got internet brain i got internet brain exactly it's like what is the real promo here happening like what is what is what are the what's the brand really trying to do here what's what are we what are we selling here and i think i don't know tbd also, I think like how quickly it became a meme is is quite hilarious. Oh yeah, instantly. instantly. I mean, any anything that circulates online is yeah, very quickly, you know, circulated in the meme sphere. Yeah, uh, Kevin, we have uh, some updates from our favorite brand, uh, Subway. Subway uh, for the new listeners is our undefeated favorite brand of the podcast, mostly because they're doing everything and anything to remind you uh, or distract you from all the bad press that they have. And they are running out a playbook of just every single marketing tactic that they possibly can. And it almost now is out every week where there's something new that they're trying to do. I know they, and, um, they keep swinging. They're just swinging and swinging and swinging. So quick update from last week. Um, those uh, subway blimps in the sky. They're real. We saw they're some real. photos. People are on them. Uh, people are on them not super easy to locate any ugc i uh i poked around the internet for a little bit um there's nothing on twitter about it so i did they really exist i don't know i don't know if people actually went up in there yeah and even though they had three kansas city dates um already this month so Mm, and so no real content coming out of it which is not that i saw but i uh i may not have done my entire due diligence as a podcaster and reporter well listen that's that's the front center difference um i have (laughs) there is a news uh press release showing real blimps that the original blimps looked like you know photoshop mock-ups of blimps Mm -hmm. 
uh, graphics on them. Now there's real pictures, at least what appears to be a very real looking, you know, a more realistic. Looking, yeah, they they got some uh, video of it in the sky, but it's real? coming first oh. straight from Subway. Yeah, the video's in the dock. Yeah. Again, could this be faked? Probably. The printing looks so bad. I mean, it all looks pretty bad. I was going to say, like, the the flying looks particularly choppy and un- <laughs> and and not very fun to eat a sandwich on. Oh, God. So that was last month. And I, I do want to see, like, I, I've seen a bunch of pictures here. I don't see any videos of anyone eating a sandwich. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm kind of looking for. I, again, they're not doing this for that. They're just doing this for the story. But... Um, we'll keep an eye out on that. But yeah, this we'll week they have our... something else. They have something else for us to talk about, which is uh, the story comes from Hype Bay. Um, and Subway is releasing new fashionable uh, uniforms for their employees because um, they believe that Subway and fashion, food and fashion is a match made in heaven. That's the real headline uh, from Hype Bay. Eat fresh and look fresh. Yep. I mean, good they started off with some good copy little yeah. uh you can tell they came up with that in a nice strategy session mm-hmm. um so good for them that's a nice line right there that's yep. that's one point for subway the fashion i could describe as only as exactly what you would think people would wear at a subway it's like green shirts with logos on the chest there's like a ringer tee there's a polo there's hats with subway sort of arrows on them Mm -hmm. i i I think if you close your eyes and we're like you looked at the uh brand book merch page uh this was done by turn duckworth i believe a couple years ago they basically made those yeah i mean i'm not mad at them i think like the ringer tee and the polo i think are actually kind of nice they look good they you know they are fashionable as a Mm -hmm. uniform yeah i'll say that that's a nice thing i can say about that yeah it took them 18 months to create the new uniforms the fabric of each garment has been specifically woven into a unique polyester blend which uses recycled plastic bottles that sounds awful i would hate my life if i had to stand Mm. in a restaurant all day slicing deli meat on a slicer wearing plastic water bottles on my uh on my purse well, shout I, out to them for that. for doing something you know sustainable, which is nice. Sure. Um, the only reason why we're talking about this, in my opinion, is because they hired a great photographer named Olivia Richardson, and they basically did a really great job with uh, casting, art direction, styling, basically everything but the actual clothes themselves, because the clothes look incredibly regular. Not to say yeah, bad. What about, what about the pattern on the apron, dude? They probably spent that was probably a lot of the the big chunk of time they spent is locking down that sick pattern. Yeah, I don't know. Again, it just feels like I don't think this feels incredibly fashionable. This looks pretty much just like what you would expect subway uniforms look like. I think the story, I guess, if anything, is that they're sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, still yet to try the new Subway deli sliced uh sandwiches yet. I had a thought on Sunday, maybe I should go on, but I did. Yeah. Was so, it when you saw Patrick me. Mahomes? Uh yeah, promoting <laughs> the commercial. The yeah. I mean the photos look awesome. Like they look very cool. They got cool looking people, they're wearing cool sunglasses, they got lots of eye makeup on. Yeah. There's a there's sure. 
yeah, there's yeah, aprons. It's a cool looking they group got cool of sunglasses. Sandwich artists. Artists. Yeah. yeah. And they, I I like I love the photo shoot too. Yeah, no, the photo shoot looks great, but I think again, if you put this these clothes on like a uh, regular looking subway uh, you know, sort of consumers it would look completely different. Like it, the models and the uh, photography is doing 99% of the work here. It doesn't look, the only reason why this looks fashionable at all is because of the, the shoot. Yeah, it's not it's because Olivia itself. Richardson pulled out all of the stops and just laid yeah. like slam dunked this Shout assignment. Out Shout out to her, you know, you know, and this is in contrast, I think to, um, you know, or I think this reminds me a little bit of the Renee rap sweet green, uh, rollout, which I really liked that came out this week. Renee Rapp is like this uh, singer. She's also an actress on an HBO show that I watched, which I enjoyed. And she's kind of like a new it girl of the moment. And she is the new she has like a partnership with Sweetgreen. And they did a really great uh, sort of rollout, really cool photography, really interesting sort of art direction and mm-hmm. g- giant props, which I always love. Who doesn't love a giant bag? you know, or an oversized thing of dressing. Yeah. So. I mean, I think that photography was very fun as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to all the photographers out there doing killer work for big brands. That's right. That's right. I think it's cool that sweet green has been sort of very selective with their endorsers. Like they mm-hmm. haven't rolled out like a million endorsers and they've been pretty smart and selective. And so they first had Naomi Osaka, uh, which was, I remember we talked about on the show. Then they had Devin Booker for a minute. And now Renee Rapp. So it's I think it's now become a bit of a badge of honor to have your own sweet green bowl, which I think is yeah, for sure. Sweet Green and I have been a fan of for many, many years. And I've said they are probably one of the best examples of a modern brand that gets it. They just mm-hmm. they, you know, it's not just that they have good design, it's just that the, every single decision they make in and around their brand is is a good one. From yeah. the bags to the menus to their endorsers to their campaigns. Uh, to their social, to their stores itself. Like every part of it is just a masterclass, I think. 100%. Are you going to try this bowl? See, that's the thing. It's like the bowl itself looks a little bit kind of just like any other bowl at Sweetgreen, which I think we've also talked about how a lot of these sort of custom menus at these uh, establishments are basically just had different ways of mixing up the exact same ingredients. Mm-hmm. Her bowl is made up of roasted tofu, cilantro, cucumbers, red onion, shredded cabbage, spicy broccoli, and tomatoes on a spring mix bed. And uh, her favorite dressing, which is the cashew, spicy cashew, which I'm not going to try that. I'm not. I, I'm allergic to, to to cashews, so that's also a big part of it. But oh, okay. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't sense. really. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm that that that. None of those things are the things that I'm getting at, at uh, Sweet Green. My order is. Uh, chicken, goat cheese, miso, sweet potato, broccoli, cucumbers, tomatoes. That sounds really good. That's that's the Alexander bowl. It's probably fifteen hundred calories. So shout out to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually it's it's, it's healthy. It's, yeah, it's it's probably the most <laughs> unhealthy sam- uh, salad you can get. Sweet green, but delicious. Uh, show up and tell them. Uh, go to your local sweet green and ask for the Alexander bowl. Yeah, see what they get say. the Alexander bowl. Is that what your um? Is that what your menu item would be? Like if, if you were to get a brand deal, do you think it would be sweet green? 
I personally, again, as an authentic uh, sort of a person that uh, would never do a promotion for a brand that I didn't authentically love, never uh, would do such a thing mm -hmm. uh, unless they pay me a significant amount of money. Uh, yeah, Sweet Green is a brand that I can authentically say I ate probably hmm, uh, three to five times a week for a number of years, literally when I worked in Midtown Manhattan. Uh, it was the best salad lunch money can buy. And uh, yeah, I still I still have an affinity for sweet green. Uh, unfortunately, I can't order it uh, to to Greenpoint because uh, it's about fifty to seventy five dollars a salad uh, when you order mm -hmm. it online. So uh, I, unfortunately, I just you know financially it's not yeah in the cards anymore for me. But uh, yeah, no, sweet green is the best, and I would uh, I, I do have a custom bowl. They just don't promote it. <laughs> yeah, just ask but for the Alex Center bowl. That's it. Go for it. Um, yeah, I just think it's cool. I think they did a great job with her and she's she's a rising star and she's she's kind of amazing. Uh yeah. I think you it's didn't cool. know who she was. You didn't know I, who she was. I, I yeah, I just had I didn't know she was and I still have no idea who she is. Um she's but a, I think yeah. it's cool, you know, whatever. And I think it's yeah. cool to find for food brands to find people who are authentic fans and give them their own like and work with them, you know. I think I think it's you know, aspirational to a person like myself, you know, up, mm. up and coming media star. That's right. <laughs> you to know, get maybe someday, maybe, yeah, maybe someday I can get my own, uh, my own pickles, meal. pickles, yeah. all pickles, Kevin's pickles. Yeah. Kevin's just... pickle salad at Sweetgrain. No, nah, it'd probably be a burger with uh, extra pickles on it. There you go. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I think it's for people. They do a good job of not just like giving out, sponsorships partnerships to just whoever like wants one i think it's very clear and i read a little bit about this that she just was like she is a, a fanatic sweet green uh user yeah and since it's written down on this article it's got to be true yeah. no but i think one thing is you, you you can tell when it's not real you can you yeah. can tell when it's not like 100 percent authentic and when it's kind of like bullshit they just hired uh you know sort of uh kevin hart and gave him a big bag and he's like oh yeah i love coke zero you know you you could tell you could tell uh speaking of moving on coca-cola creation story comes from the die line the number one place for packaging news packaging resources packaging uh sustainability information and conferences newsletter uh they're doing a decoded coming up actually i put it on my oh really for die line uh, decoded die line decoded which uh where they have uh designers and uh studios show behind the scenes of the making of 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 great projects yeah uh, i believe you could i believe you could still watch mine for united sodas i think hopefully maybe somewhere uh safari sundays is doing their slurpee rebrand uh, I yeah i saw that next I, week i might have to watch that one i i put it on my calendar i'm gonna watch it so uh check out the die line uh for a lot of things but check out dialine decoded uh, coming up next week, I will be uh, watching, and uh, it's fantastic. Decoded is one of my favorite things that they do over there. And so this story is about Coca-Cola Creations. If you've been a longtime follower or listener of the show, you know we've talked about Coca-Cola Creations quite a bit. They went on a flurry last year where they were just kind of coming out with new flavors, new products. Well, it seems like once a month over yeah, the course doing, of the year. It might have been like every other month. I don't. They weren't that prolific. Yeah, it's, but basically the creations the, wasn't that prolific. Yeah, the the simple idea was that Coca Cola, you know, want, has a, a a sort of sub brand called Coca Cola Creations that puts out sort of experimental ish 
uh, type products. And they're also a bit mysterious about the flavor of the product. So mm-hmm. last year they had one called Pixel. They also had one called Transformation with Rosalia. They had one called Dream World. They did one with Marshmallow. Um, yeah, they're basically just kind of mysterious uh, sort of flavors and uh, kind of under this Coca-Cola Creations handle. And yeah. I, I for one, am here for it. I worked at Coke for 10 years, so I have to disclaim that for a second and just say that, you know, Coke is not known for doing this type of stuff. They're more, yeah, they're more of a classic, iconic brand that doesn't really kind of mess with uh, its its assets too much. They mm-hmm. try to sort of uh, keep it classy. And uh, for them to kind of roll out this sort of uh, this kind of activation, these kind of experiences, these kind of uh, new products for new consumers, I think is admirable. And I think they do a pretty good job with it. I've once said that they were like the mischief of Coca-Cola is like sort of this like sub brand that gets away and does some more interesting kind of more bizarre things, which I believe that a younger consumer is looking for. And so they're back. And uh, this is a, a new a new brand or sorry, new product from Coca-Cola Creations called Y3000. Uh, the Y stands for year 3000. And so this is the first limited edition Coke flavor from the future created to show an optimistic vision of what's to come where humanity and technology are more connected than ever. Uh, Kevin, I'm sensing a theme here in the show today. For the first time, Coca-Cola Y3000 was co-created with artificial intelligence to help bring the flavor of tomorrow to Coke fans. Taste the future now. Coca-Cola Y3000 will be available for a limited time only. So pick up a Coca-Cola Y3000 and get a glimpse into the future world. The intersection of humanity and technology. That's right. Stamp it. Stamp it. That's what I'm looking for from this beverage. Yes. An optimistic view of the future. That's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, sh- I'm sure that's what Coca-Cola would love to paint. That's right. And the question is, what does it taste like? The future. I- don't know that's it the future um it features kind of uh y2k looking aesthetics which have become a uh sort of staple of this uh type of uh you know design that they've been putting with um yeah the, the kids the love creations the kids love the y2k aesthetics i said this on the show i think it said when back when we were talking about this last year i said i think they're gonna run out of uh, y2k theme packs and I think they have. This one looks a lot like Dream World. I, I'm I'm a little confused why it feels like very similar to that aesthetic. I, mm-hmm. I I understand that they're trying to make it look Y2K-ish, and I still don't understand why the future has to look like the past. I don't understand 100% why 2006 graphic design is what 3000 looks like. Well, you Someone know, because trends, you know how trends work, Alex. It's like a, it's like a cycle, and they, and they always come back around. So, I guess so, but I, I think it's bizarre that it has to look retro to look futuristic. That's just well, a personal you know, thing. to move to move forward, you kind of have to take a step back, back sometimes. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it, and I agree that that is that is facts. So, I don't know. Just feels like kind of a rehash of what they did with Dream World and. The interesting part is that they used AI to do the packaging and also to do the flavor. Yeah. Um, which I'm calling a little bit of BS on. I, I mean, 
I mean, yeah, maybe they they use prompts to create assets, but there's definitely people designing this. Like, oh, for sure. You know, they're not fully leaving this to yeah, the Yeah, I think it was AI-assisted, which AI is assisted. an optimistic view on the future, you know? That's they're, they're true. Just, they're, AI is just going to be helping us out. Uh, did you see there's a billboard? do the best work we can. A, the billboard campaign for Fiverr, it says, AI took my job. And then in, in big letters and underneath it, it says, to another level. <laughs> Kind of brilliant. Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, so happening here. AI took this job to another level. Wow. Uh, we do have a quote here from the senior director of global strategy at Coca-Cola, Onad Vlad, who said, quote, we hope that Coca-Cola will still be as relevant and refreshing in the year 3000 as it is today. So we challenge ourselves to explore the concept of what a Coke from the future might taste like and what kind of experiences would a Coke from the future unlock. The, quote, real magic brand platform, wait, stick in that strategy, celebrates unexpected connections that make the ordinary extraordinary. So we intentionally brought human intelligence and AI together for an uplifting expression of what Coca-Cola believes tomorrow will bring. Sure. Whatever you say. Great. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm reading a little bit more about this. Uh, Basically, what they did was they... They didn't fully use the robot uh, AI technology to they they kind of did some research of what um, the future flavors may be and then basically inputted them all into sort of AI and then the AI combined them together to come up with combinations. Uh, I don't know. This is co-created with AI. Sure. Yeah. So uh, if it, I give seems, you it seems pretty it seems like a buzzword they were using. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Which guys. I don't really care. Like, if Coke isn't using AI, that's probably a positive thing, right? No, I mean, I guess it's. I mean, I guess it's fine, but it's just like that's the that's kind of the shtick here. Is like yeah. we co-created this with AI. This is the future. Da 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 da. And I guess the future might look like us. The future's Y two K. Putting maybe. prompts into um, ChatGPT and getting combinations of those flavors. Oh, these these turn these top. You know, five flavors into flavor combinations. Yeah. I mean, sure, I think what sure. they really like. Is that the, the cool... future or is that right now? Like, I feel like that's. Well, they not... got the Coke freestyle. And I recently enjoyed some Coke freestyle. Yeah. Action. Where were you? Yeah. Um, so when I was in North Carolina, I was at mm-hmm. Wegmans and uh, we were killing some time. So, yeah, I, I got myself a Sodi. I actually at Design Matters last night, Jack, he was like, Do you want a drink? And it's Monday night, it's raining. I don't I don't need to drink alcohol. I was like, Can you just get me a Coca-Cola on ice, you know? And uh that no flavors though? Nope. Just 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 straight from the gun from the yeah. bar. I mean it was I, delicious. I had a cherry coke and oh. I haven't had one of those in forever. And it, it really hit. Cherry Coke. Yeah. Top cherry coke's top. great. Mount Rush had a, for me. I had you know, I kept I, I kept taking just a little bit. You know, just I just wanted to taste. So I went up. Yeah. And got I got a cherry coke. I got a vanilla coke, and then I got a vanilla cherry coke. Uh, cherry Beautiful. coke was the best one. I'm not a big vanilla guy um, with mm. my sodas. Like I think that to me is kind. Of, I like cream soda. Yeah. I like cherry soda or ch- cherry coke really more. So I like root beer. I don't, vanilla is like kind of a, in that sort of family, but for me, it's like uh, I think I root beer is nasty. Whoa, hot take! Mm-hmm. You think yeah, root it's up there nasty. with mint for me. Yeah, I just whoa. Oh, so you this is like you hate? Can't it. do it. No, can't do it. 
Can't do it. Yeah, completely disagree. I think Rubier is yeah, top 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 of the list for me. Yeah, I mean I've what whatever. I, yeah, you don't want to go deep into this. I don't care. Yeah. I I okay. think I just I think I just like I've got like a memory of like a really bad like somebody having like a really bad root beer burp like around me and me wanting to throw up or something. Wow, those are wow. those are nasty. Those are really nasty. Wow, uh, Kevin, so to bring the, the worst show. the worst burps. The worst burps, root beer. You've heard it here first. Kevin, I'm going to move on um, because we got another beverage, and it's from Dunkin'. Dunkin' Donuts, uh, or just Dunkin'. Um, And uh, they have a new collaboration with Ice Spice. Ice Spice is the uh, rapper uh, of the moment. Doja Cat, Ice Spice. Yep. Um, There are other ones, but those are probably... uh, Sure. Um, Let me redo this. Dunkin' is back. And they have a new collaboration with Ice Spice. They are launching the Ice Spice Munchkins drink. It's now available nationwide. And uh, Pumpkin Spice Season has, uh, you know, I've, this is a quote from them. Uh, their Mick Vicar Nelson, who's the chief marketing officer at Duncan, said, Pumpkin Spice Season has gotten a little bit predictable. So we sought help from our friends Ben Affleck and Ice Spice, a sentence that I did not think I'd be reading. To create, we didn't pumpkin, know we yeah, <laughs> to create a pumpkin obsession that only Duncan can offer. Oh, sorry. Her name is Jill McVar Nelson. That makes a lot more sense. The result, the collaboration you never knew you needed, pumpkin munchkins and frozen Duncan coffee blended together to create the ice spice munchkins drink. It's fun. It's delicious. And it's not your ordinary pumpkin drink. Exclamation. So you're telling me they're blending up some munchkins in there? Yeah. Pretty sick. They're, they're putting ice and spice get it it's iced and it's spiced and also mm-hmm. munchkins apparently ice spices fan base is called the munchkins so that's where this uh-huh. kind of uh this where the collab comes from cool. and then uh yeah just bring in ben affleck <laughs> recipe for success ben affleck just because it's it's not random enough that ice spice and dunkin donuts have a collaboration we need to get ben affleck well so, you know ben affleck is dunkin donuts he is the yeah. He's the, he's the brand. Trump. He's the brand ambassador, right? Yeah, we were talking about this yesterday, but um, that meme of Ben Affleck smoking a cigarette in the rain or whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've always imagined him having like a a Dunkin' coffee in, in his, his other hand. hand, but he doesn't. It's just he's just going through it. You know. Well, no I think beverage. it's because there are multiple stressed Ben Affleck memes, mm-hmm. and one of them he's smoking a cigarette, but there are like a couple other ones where he's like juggling a bunch of shit and okay. like. Some of them are he has Duncan. He's from Austin. The man is he's having a tough go. I mean, the back tattoo, you know, I I don't I don't know what's going on. Ben Affleck's head, but it's not pretty. And but I did find this to be kind of funny. Like I thought Mm -hmm. I watched a commercial. um, You know, is it the world's greatest uh, advertising uh, writing? I don't think so. But I think they're a funny combination. I think it's an unexpected pairing. Yeah. And I I agree. I think that's a fun little twist. Yeah, I would like to see some more come out of this. You know, let's push this a little. Let's push a little bit, you know? Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they did. I mean, if they didn't push it now, they probably, mm-hmm. you know. But maybe we'll see some more commercials roll out in the couple next couple weeks. Um, yeah. I thought it was pretty funny, too. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I think the product itself sounds like it's going to be 2,000 calories. Oh, for sure. We're talking about blended munchkins. In a iced latte, goddamn milkshake, baby. <laughs> that is a fucking milkshake. 
But I will say, do you like Munchkins? Are you a Munchkins fan? Not really. Really? I was I as a I'm kid, more of a you know, t- more of a Tim Bits guy. Oh, Timmy Hortons. Yeah, I'm, really? I'm Team Tim. Tim Hortons. Yeah, give me that Where ice. Do you cap. get Tim? Where do you get Tim Hortons? In Only America? in upstate New York, Buffalo. That's true. Yeah, actually, That's... they have a yeah. Tim Hortons at the uh, LIRR stop at at JFK. So I have Pro tasted tip. and seen. I have seen. I actually had. You bring up. You just uh, jogged the memory. I actually had Tim Hortons at the Long Island Railroad Station. Uh, in at, at Jamaica, yeah. So they, they are, they exist. You're right. I actually, did I think it. It, that might be the only one in New York. Yeah, potentially. No, I don't know. I, that's the only one I've ever been to or seen. You're, yeah, because I remember when I went to school in Buffalo. Obviously, Tim Hortons is out there. You know, Labatt Blue, Tim Hortons. These are the you know Canadian good brands. brands. Good brands. Um, but yeah, no, you bring up a good point. Duncan, see the thing about uh, Munchkins is that as a kid. Mm-hmm. They just they're you're just getting force fed munchkins seemingly every week. Yeah, by your grandmother for my child. Just in classrooms. Oh, I'm gonna bring a munchkins for the group, Mm -hmm. right? They're very easy. You can get a box of like 30 of them for like you know five bucks and bring them to bring them to school, bring them to you know, sort of soccer practice. You know, they're just out there. They're a very easy travel box and versus getting a box of donuts for kids. It's insane. So I think like a lot of things in my childhood. I went through many years where I was like, I can't eat those. Like I just had them too much. So, mm-hmm. you know, from the ages of like 20 to 30, <laughs> I was like, no more, no munchkins, no moss, no moss. But recently I've uh, made a triumphant return to munchkins. And guess what? They're just like little donuts. They still hit. They still hit. So I'd like to try this drink. I think it's again, it's going <clears> to <throat> it's it's I'm going to have to. You know, fast for days. I guess it's it's it seems like a full a full meal. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be uh, pretty tough on the uh, on the on, on the, the old uh, on, yeah, on the diet. But <laughs> hey, don't talk to me until I've had my milkshake in the morning. Yeah, yeah, until I've had my sp- ice spice munchkins drink. Don't talk. Is it going to come up with a better name than that? Ice spice munchkins well, drink. In one of the commercials, they uh, they talk about naming. Really? They, they have a naming session, you know, whiteboard, <laughs> Ben Affleck's pitching a bunch of names. And then Ice Spice is like, Munchkin, get it? Got it. So because it's her fans. Yeah. Her fans are called and, the Munchkins. And uh, her, her hit song, Munch. Oh, that makes sense. Munch mm-hmm. and Munchkins. This is, this is good for her. Like, I'm, I'm happy that she's out here getting in. You know what it makes me think? We need a name for our fan base that strategically gets us a lot of money so walmarters you know meta heads what are the biggest well, companies in the world applesauce subbubs App- yeah cokeheads we just need like we need a name that we could be like oh yeah that's so funny that's what we call our fans that's why we need to do yeah, for a our promotion brand collab yeah exactly all right, Kevin, we'll I'll put to work. We'll get to work on that. Uh, last story of the day, Johnson & Johnson. Uh, they make uh, all, all the products in your uh, sort of a drawer in your bathroom. They uh, they announced a major refresh, and it's got the internet going crazy. Does it? Yeah. The uh, Design Twitter, Design X. I'm still calling it Twitter, by the way. I'm just, it, it may have an X on there, but I'm still calling it Twitter. I don't yeah, know I mean, what are you going to change. It doesn't sound right to call it Design X. Yeah. I mean, 
Design Twitter. That's when what you, it is. When you watch a video on there, what do you say? I watched a X video. No, I'm not going in an X video. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, no, I just think it's it's weird, and also I do find it on my phone. I I, uh, I took part in an article for Print Magazine. Uh, shout out to Chloe, and you know, talking about the change to black. I will say on my phone when I open up my home screen, I don't click it as much because it's kind of like, I guess it's 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 less uh, screaming out like click me. Yeah, so, I mean, how do you feel about the grungy texture? That they, that the grungy texture bad. makes me want to kill myself. Uh, that's an official quote. The the grungy texture is everything. And I you can you can see more official quotes in a print magazine article. That's right. Yeah, the grungy. I <laughs> check out. Yeah, type in Alexander Print Magazine uh, X Black logo. Um, I love yeah, digital no, grunge. The digital grunge is horrific, and uh, this this is uh, I want this to. You know, what I love about the podcast is that it stays around forever and ever and ever. And these random conversations that you and I have uh, will live forever. So I want this to live on in infamy. Uh, Textures, uh, digital textures are no for me, dog. That's that's the official quote. Uh, Don't put textures on your type. Don't put textures on your logo. Don't put textures on your uh, on anything. Just textures are for real life. Yeah, texture is for life, real life. Don't put a grain over your design and then do don't buy grain pack like from you know those like grain pack makers, like none of that. Stop that. None of that. Yeah, I'm always smoking on grain packs. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, but people are pissed. Johnson and Johnson is an iconic brand. They've had this uh script logo for uh 137 years, and uh now they moved on to a non-cursive logo. And uh, people are not happy. And I think this is probably where we say people are not happy. And it's probably not because of this cursive logo change. And maybe they need to go touch grass or therapy or, uh, yeah, Kevin, what else should we recommend? Um, getting off their phone. Like, if you, I, I need to see this logo in action. I need yeah, to on see, the, like, on the baby discontinued powder baby powder. Yeah, I need to see how it looks. In, in are they still making baby powder? They gotta be making baby powder. They Johnson massive, Johnson's not they making baby lawsuit. powder. Why? Because the baby powder wasn't for babies. No, they said it was like a carcinogen. Hmm. It the says baby powder it in the, is called it says Johnson's Skyline article. Really? What? What? They stopped. They stopped making baby powder. Um. No, they mentioned it though. Hold on. I need to see more from this brand identity. That's what I'm saying. I need. I get that they changed to uh, lowercase. I get it, and it looks bad when you like just look at the two side by side. But I need to see more of the brand in action before I can make an ass- I can make a final ruling on the uh, on the new brand. Yeah, the Dylan article uh, says, of course, anything that helps distance Johnson and Johnson and major lawsuits. Over cancer causing baby powder in the public mind public is also mind. a plus. Wow. I mean, they did get reamed for that. Um, really? What? Turns out baby, baby powder, powder causes, causes cancer? cancer? Yeah. Well, that's a bummer. That's a um, that's sad. But yeah, I'm looking at the uh, packaging. I, I don't see any packaging. That's the thing. I need to see how the brand roll out. I need to see how it comes to life. I'm not going to just need jump to see in. some animation. I need to see some animation. I need to see a brand book. I need to see a case study. And uh, before I can sort of deem this, uh, whether it's 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 bad or not. And what also, if you heard not... a juicy quote from uh, the EVP? 
Ooh, uh, we got a quote. Yeah. Vanessa Broadhurst, executive vice president of global corporate affairs. Quote, our Johnson and Johnson brand identity communicates our bold approach to innovation in healthcare while staying true to the care we have for our patients around the world. Quote, we take immense pride in leading healthcare for more than a century and are seizing on our scientific momentum to impact health for humanity profoundly. Nice. Wow. What I feel like Chat GPT wrote that, but yeah, no words um meant anything in that sentence. Uh Kevin, the other day someone sent us a a uh, an application to the studio, and obviously I put them on blast. I read it and I was like a hundred percent sure that Chat GPT wrote it. it. You know when Chat GPT, like you could just you can tell mm-hmm. it's just a little I clunky. Can, I no, it's not that it's clunky, it's just using a lot of like complicated word structure unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. And I think I can just kind of did you run it through a chat GPT checker? Is that is that does that exist? Yeah. Hell yeah. Send me a link. I want to yeah, I want to see if I'm right. It's not about this person. I just want to see. Well, hopefully if, they're not a listener of the podcast. No, hopefully not. But like I will just say, if you're gonna use chat GPT, this is a lesson for all the designers out there. If you're gonna use chat GPT to write an email, like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta edit that. You gotta, you know, you can't just copy and paste that. Like, sure, maybe get some ideas from it or you know, thought starters, foundation, but like Debbie said, you can't be just copying yeah, just so that's write it in your own. Write it in voice. your own voice. Yeah. Like, this why was... would you? Why would you write an email and have it not be in your own voice? If it's, especially if it's going to somebody like mm-hmm. you're applying to a job. For. Yeah. No, for sure. I know. That's like, what I, I thought, could but... understand it if it was like you know some mm-hmm. bullshit like you know fucking meaningless email you were sending like within an organization to like say like oh mm-hmm. this thing's done or like to communicate with like a team you don't really care about but like you're sending it to a dude mm-hmm. you're trying to get a job from. Come on. Yeah. Um, so the final, the, the end of the story from the die line, um, shout out to Rudy who wrote the story. He said, the new logo will slowly roll out across product packaging and branding assets. Don't ask us when, because we don't know. Uh, and also there's no word yet on who designed the logo. And, uh, that's so great. All that's why we read well. the die line. Yeah. That's because of uh, the writing, the honesty, the transparency, the authenticity of the writing. So, I mean, they, do, the they, are, they do chef up some fucking brilliant pieces. Really well, and by done. some brilliant pieces, I mean all of them. All of them, yeah. Not they don't miss over there. Uh, decoded is September twenty seventh at ten p.m. So the that will be kind of next week for the listener. So check it out. Honestly, uh, tell them Alex and Kevin sent you. Uh, for for no yeah, spam the all. chat with uh spam Alex the and chat Kevin sent us. <laughs> yeah, actually, just spam Kevin in the chat. Just write yeah. Kevin over and over and over. But yeah, decoding Slurpee with Safari Sundays. Uh, I'm intrigued. I think that was one of my personal favorite rebrands of the year. Yeah. I really like uh, what they this, did. The fronty watch. Yeah, and so I'd love to see kind of behind the scenes. Uh, I really enjoy seeing kind of the work behind the work. And uh, so shout out to Dyline for for decoded, which. Um, has been around now for a little bit and uh, I, I enjoy it every time. I don't see them all, but a really fun way to watch uh, designers kind of in what they do behind the scenes. So that's the show today. Johnson and Johnson, you're on watch. Uh, you know, you took out that, that logo and the iconic uh, script that nobody cared about until today. It was hard and to read, so, dude. Children, yeah, Kevin, right. The who, youth who? cannot read cursive. They can't yeah, read they, or write in cursive. Kevin's I'm, been I'm part of a dying state. generation. Yeah, I learned it in school, but you learned I, it. as soon as they told us we didn't have to do it, I stopped doing it. 
Is that true that kids are not being taught how to yeah. write cursive? Yeah, it's obs- It's obsolete. It's obsolete. Yeah. Wow. They don't need they it. Say it's that a useless skill. The robots, Kevin, they took our jobs. Yeah, the robots That's can't right. read cursive either. The robots, yeah. You know what? When I my mom used to do calligraphy when I was a kid, so you know what? Well, I mean, at least that's, that's uh, cool. That is sick. That's but much Johnson Johnson. Well, I actually did a little deep dive into Johnson Johnson logo because I'm a brand head, and uh, you know they that Johnson Johnson logo has changed a couple times uh, over the years, and it started with an actual signature from uh, from from Johnson himself. Yeah, isn't a little redundant? Two Johnsons. Just say one. <laughs> it's one Johnson. Well, one Johnson's big... enough. Two's yeah. too many. Yeah. I don't know. People are very upset about this. It's one of the world's oldest logos. So I do think that's kind of like what, uh, you know, kind of people that will always set people off. Times and it's quite literally a, a script, um, you know, from uh, from 135 years ago. Kevin, should we just go out there and say it? Scripts, scripts are dead. Coca-Cola, you're on watch. You know, come on. When are you going to get rid of that Coca-Cola script? Right. Come on. We, yeah. we can find a nice little Sarah for you. It's time too. to time to come into the future. Yeah. The uh, mark a in, new era in three in 3000 scripts are obsolete. Yeah, exactly. So we should just change it to Coca-Cola in just a Helvetica. Maybe sans. some like Neville Brody. Y2K sans. type font. Yeah. Hit it in blur. Kevin, I got another little exciting story about Johnson. Johnson founded in 1886 by three brothers, Robert Wood Johnson, James Wood Johnson, and Edward Mead Johnson. Question for you. Why is the company not called Johnson and Johnson? Why isn't it Johnson? Wood Johnson? Yeah. The, why did two of those brothers have Wood as their middle names? Maybe they thought three Johnsons was redundant. Three's company. <laughs> two Johnsons is, uh, that's good. Three, three Johnsons, too many. They One should, Johnson they over should... the line. They should have called the company Three Johnsons. That's what they should have done. Uh, now, now, <laughs> who's the who's the question is who's the third Johnson who's not in the logo? Dickwood Johnson. <laughs> That's his name. Edward Mead Johnson. These are some old timey <laughs> names. Uh yeah. Uh, Robert Wood Johnson began his professional training at 16. Okay. Uh in Poughkeepsie, New York. Shout out to fucking New York. Shout out to shout out to. Uh, Shout out to uh, shout out to jo- Three Johnsons, my favorite company. Yeah, the tr- uh, Triple Johnson. Triple All Johnson. Right. <laughs> All right, I think we now need to go. Uh, welcome everyone uh, to the show. That is front and center. Uh, we'll see you next week. Kevin is on the road, uh, kind of tra- doing his uh, live, laugh, love that he does. Uh, yeah, my eat, pray, love, or whatever. Yeah, uh, eat, pray, love trip. Uh, where's next, Kevin, on the trip? Well, I'm staying in Cincinnati for a little bit, then I'm okay. headed to L.A. Mm-hmm. Santa Barbara, okay. CNP, and shout out Pete, mm-hmm. and then headed out to Eastern California for a little fly fishing trip, Ooh. and then out to Phoenix, Arizona, Scottsdale, visit my brother, and uh, back to Cincinnati, back to New York. Wow, this is exciting, Kevin. We'll uh, ask for more updates and plenty of Bengals week. games. Uh, plenty of Bengals yeah. games in there. I'm, I'm hitting like four out mm-hmm. of five weeks, so must win next week. Yeah, goddamn right. Must win. Got to beat the Rams. Uh, all right, thank you guys. Who day? Peace.
Out of this world. Thing out like of this that. world. 